0: Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty. Hello and welcome to Business Fights Poverty Spotlight interviews. I'm Katie Heysen, Director of Thought Leadership. Each week, these interviews provide you with insight from a different perspective of the Business Fights Poverty Network, giving you first hand understanding of how businesses and others are working on some of the world's biggest social challenges. As we continue to explore how business purpose can enable both focus and positive social impact authentically and transparently, we talk today to someone who's been thinking about this topic rather a lot, Neil Gort. Following a short spell in the British Army and an even shorter spell in the French Foreign Legion, Neil began a career in graphic design. His career spanned leading branding projects for companies including Merrill Lynch, De Beers, and BG Group. And after a short stint, in New Zealand. Neil focused on his independent consulting work. He has advised organisations ranging from international NGOs, energy manufacturing and tech companies, global faith organisations, government organisations across more than 40 countries. Most recently Neil has published CORE, which is a finalist in the Best British Business Book Awards in 2018. Neil, welcome. Thanks for having me. Neil, what drove you to become the author of CORE? Um, and I must sort of clarify at this point, the subtitle is how a single organising idea can change business for good.
1: It wasn't one single thing. I think it's a culmination of, of understanding different things from different experiences that I, I, I'd had. But I suppose the uh, sort of turning point, the idea of writing about it came out of my time with WPP. So as you pointed out in the introduction, I uh, worked on some pretty big uh, branding projects for major global organizations, and I think that what I saw was the power of brand and the potential it had to uh, as a, as a powerful tool if you like and It occurred to me that if you could use that sort of potential uh, to help companies uh, put societal good at their core, then then that was a, a fairly unique opportunity. And, you know, there were various things that sort of came together, but at the work that I did with De Beers in, in Botswana, they had a shrap line which was uh, mining the resource, enriching the nation. And I just thought, you know, that's kind of clever, but it goes beyond... A sort of marketing strapline there's a real call to action there and and that was the start of it I I then went to work with uh, various human rights organizations and with the UN and the World Bank etc etc and the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation and and it was the work that I did there really that helped me think more and more about well how do you actually harness this Tool and how can you make help help companies, uh, you know, become a force for good because that's what that's what we need and that's what people are demanding.
0: And the book was published in the summer of two thousand and seventeen. How do you think this conversation and, and the topic as a whole is kind of moving forward?
1: Well, that's a really good question. So last year I was actually in New York, uh, the Climate Change Week in New York, and Jeffrey Sachs was there. Uh, Jeffrey Sachs, as you probably know, is the economist, uh, famous American economist. He's also the advisor to the Secretary General on the uh, Sustainable Development Goals. And uh, as I wrote in a a blog on LinkedIn after I'd been to this event, there was about forty of this this event. You know, Jeffrey sort of stood up and said, "You know, we've achieved absolutely nothing since since the Sustainable Development Goals." And and it was kind of quite a shocking thing for him to say. And I look back, you know, again to my time in 2000, I was on the periphery of the Beyond Petroleum Project, again for WPP and BP and, and Lord John Brown and what he was trying to achieve there. And when you kind of look at that and you, and you think, well, you know, golly, that was almost 20 years ago now. What have we achieved? I think what, what we are achieving, and almost in the last six months, eight months maybe, maybe, is that this whole debate about purpose is moving on. So people are really beginning to see through these sort of vague sort of statements of intent about purpose. And and actually now sort of saying, Well, how do you make purpose a real thing? That there are you know that there that there isn't just the sort of rhetoric, that there is actual difference in, in the way that you run a company and, and the purpose the reason why you run that company so I think that is beginning to change and the conversation is moving on which is which is welcome and a, a lot of people are very rightly are calling out purpose and say well it, it, it means nothing and, and, I, and I absolutely agree and going back to your first question that's why I wrote about single organizing idea was it is all about how you make purpose real so so uh, to answer your question in a nutshell, I don't think much has changed. In reality, I think some companies have changed, but the usual suspects, Unilever, you know, the Patagonias, they're still there. We were talking about them 20 years ago. We're still talking about them now. But I, I, but I do think the conversation is moving
0: on now. And how can people within businesses or indeed their supporters drive this to make sure that business is done authentically and, as you say, ensure it's the real thing?
1: I think that, pe- you know, everybody who, who works within business, they're also people who are families, yeah, human beings. And I think that's one of the really fascinating things is I start off my book actually with a very human story, and it, and it is a story about human beings and the different agendas that they have. One of the realizations out, out of that is the sort of villain of the piece, if you like, is the CEO of a major energy company, and, and the sort of angel of the piece is, uh, you know, a young... Uh, African lady who's an entrepreneur and she's seen as the future and and him the past but at the end of the day they're both human beings and they both have values as as human beings and I think those values are being brought more and more into the workspace and it's really interesting so you will see for instance you know the activism around Google and their staff walking out not you know wanting uh, to be working for a firm that was involved in possibly helping the US Defense Department, you know, through drone technology, but also about the whole sexism uh, issues that Google were facing. And, and you can see the activism there. And then, you, you know, on the streets around the world, we've got Generation Z, if you like, with these school kids coming out and saying, look, we need change. And of course, those people are going to be the people in companies and in businesses In the future so I think that there are people already who I come across all of the time saying I'm really interested in single organizing idea how do we actually then go and talk to our leaders and our managers and our companies about that and so you know what what we've done actually is set up a thing called the SOI Spark Labs a single organizing idea Spark Labs and rather than just equip people with Yet more evidence of why it's a good idea that companies embrace change and that by being good, you can do well by doing good. And what we're actually doing is providing the tools to show businesses how they can actually literally change and the analysis that they can perform and the way that they kind of get people to collaborate, start thinking and start thinking about a, a unified purpose but then how do you make that that unified sense of purpose actually real so activism is 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 a growing thing and you know clearly social media connected communities connect, connected stakeholders people are connected in a way that they've never been before and that really is cha- changing businesses and and i think voices people saying within businesses look you know we want change and that's what's driving things
0: and what do you see as being the biggest challenge that's going to hold business back from being able to deliver an authentic purpose?
1: There are many things. There are many things uh, that are holding back. Deny, delay and disrupt. So uh, over my career, I've had lots of people say to me, well, it's a great idea, but right now we, 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 we don't need that. So there's a kind of denial of, uh, of the need for change. Uh, and that comes from uh, from boards, and it comes from senior management teams. And then we have the sort of uh, I think we're in this period kind of now, in a way, where we have this sort of delay, and and it's sort of yeah, no, we hear what you're saying. This is clearly important, but maybe we shouldn't be doing it right now. And of course, those people, are, uh, when you talked about change earlier, they're, they're now getting actually caught out because because there's this sort of Is it FOMO? You know, this fear of missing out. And are we moving fast enough? Actually, now on on this stuff. So you you do see the sort of mainstream saying, "Look, we need to change." But so this kind of denial in the first place, and then delaying things, and saying, "Well, we'll do some of it at at some stage in the future, maybe, but not right now." And then you have out and out disruption. And what where that is coming from is actually, I'd say coming from boards lack of understanding about sustainability lack of understanding about the motivations of some of their key stakeholders in their business their customers lack of understanding about technology and actually a lack of you know dare i say a kind of lack of understanding of what it may take in the future to run a business in the 21st century and what is going to motivate people to be attracted to your business and what you're going to have to be able to do in order to attract the brightest and and the smartest people to your business and the investment your business needs. So I think there's a disruption that's kind of a consequence of a lack of understanding of how things are changing and how rapidly things are changing. So those are challenges. Uh, You know, the other challenges we know about are short-term thinking Again, uh, you know, what's happening in this quarter, it's it constantly being talked about, but very few companies have done anything about it. And, it. and again, it comes back to, you know, the direction that's coming from boards. So lack of diversity on boards is is a huge issue. And I know these things sound like very trendy things to sort of talk about, but they're facts. You know, they're true, that if you have a board that's dominated by, you know, one-eyed thinking. Then it's no surprise that you know your company carries on behaving in the way that it's traditionally done over many decades. If you shake up that board and you introduce diversity into the board and diversity into the executive team and the leaders, then you get a very different, very colourful spectrum of opportunities that can be seen out of out of change in the business. But the other thing that I think is a really big uh, challenge is is just a lack of leadership and a lack of courage. I I really do think that. I I, I think that, you know, I explain in the book that a single organising idea is not a a silver bullet solution. I actually fundamentally believe that there are quite a limited number of companies that can change fundamentally. And one of the ingredients that you need is, yes, single organising idea, the ability to identify, define and then start implementing An an idea that that can help change the world, but also help change the business and help it grow. But but with that, coupled with that, you need belief, you need determination, you need commitment, you need real leadership, and you need people to be able to stand up and say, "Look, follow me. This is this is our strategy for going forward, and this is the benefits of it." And 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 frankly, I think there's a lack of those people. There is beginning to be as urgency because of. Because of climate change, but you know the wealth gap uh, that hasn't really—you know—people have not stood up and said, "Look, we need to fundamentally change things." It's very slow, and it doesn't need to be. So, I I think that those are some of the challenges, um, and 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 I'm hoping that while the millennials maybe are—you know—the leadership. That will come out of the millennial generation, and then, and then perhaps even more so out of the Gen Z. Uh, you know, that will get re- you know people who are really prepared to stand up and say, "Let let let let's make a difference here."
0: And to push you a bit more on those pieces of the lack of people standing up on this issue, I and mean, where where are the inspiring lights, and, and or who or what is it inspiring you, Neil?
1: I get inspired by those people. I mean, you know, to see that young lady at Davos sort of stand up and say you know on behalf of her generation you know you can't help but feel like there needs to we need to do something and and it's very difficult you know i i i think that saying what you think is an enormously courageous thing to do and I, and i think that what inspires me are those people that have been prepared to do that. And we always talk about Paul Polman. I'm sure <laughs> people stick to death of talking about Paul Polman, but you can't do anything but take your hat off to him because because he has stood up. And, you know, when you hear him and listen to him in action, he, you know, he is a guy who, who has sort of said, look, well, this is what I think and this is what I believe. And, you know, he uses uh, some pretty colourful language at times about, people should be ashamed of uh, people who are in power of, of where we're at and, and potentially where we need to go so i'm inspired by leaders and i'm inspired by people's courage there there are you know i have clients now who are just fantastic just yesterday i was in holland with a major european business you know the ceo is absolutely determined uh, to make a difference he's driven by his his personal uh, values, but now he has a tool with single organizing idea and, and it is remarkable to see his senior management team now gather around him and say, look, you know, yes, we all agree with this. These are our personal values. It works. And, and because of the nature of single organizing idea and the way that it works, and the way that you identify and define it, he's actually got his whole company, um, you know, behind him and, and, and moving things forward. So that, that's hugely inspiring. And it, and it inspires me when I see the benefits of a of sing, of single organising idea. And it's kind of proven, you know, that, that inspires me to carry on doing what I'm doing. But, it you know, there's other things that can be very disheartening as well. And listening to people saying, I can't support this because it's going to damage the company if we do this. You know, in the fast, last year, I had an experience with a major uh, fast fashion label. Oh, it's massively disappointing you know hugely disappointing that you know short term profit for a for a few is dictating the pace of change uh, so i'm inspired and and sometimes i'm massively disappointed and think yeah the kind of greed and and uh, self centeredness of, of of people is kind of quite scary
0: what advice would you give as someone who's changed careers moved home across the world what would you give as advice to someone who's starting out on their career today?
1: What I've found for me is, is just being curious. I mean, I just, I'm just really interested in all sorts of different things. And, you know, as you pointed out at the beginning, I, you know, I was a soldier at the beginning. I've been a designer and uh, an entrepreneur. I've had my own design business in, in Chelsea, in London, I had for a few years, and I, I've been an independent consultant. and. WPP I've had lots of different experiences and I've been very very amazingly lucky being able to sit down with real people in all sorts of different circumstances all around the world I think what's driven me and what my advice would be about a career and and definitely with, with what I know the way careers are going to likely to be in the future is you know just Keep an open mind and experiment and, and experience as many things as you possibly can. And I, I found, you know, there's no way I could have ever written a book about single organising idea without the experiences that I'd had. And uh, and those experiences do come from my time in the military, but they come from the private sector and the public sector, you know, working with governments and working with this sort of vast array of different types of people. I think those two things for me are important. Curiosity, being really, really interested in how things work and why they work and really genuinely interested in people and sort of then applying that to uh, how you can make that work then. So you become a bit of a magpie. And I, I would keep an open mind on careers. You know, I think the days have gone where you sort of say, I'm going to school, I'm leaving school, I'm going to university, I'm going to go and get a job, I'm going to have that job for my life, you know, it's not, not going to happen, is it? So I think that, you know, being being very curious about things and, and the other thing is, as I said, is being optimistic.
0: And my final question today, Neil, is what action would you ask those listening to this podcast to take?
1: My big message is is that change is entirely possible. Absolutely. And, and and what I would clearly like is, you know, my my book is not the only one. Uh, Dave, Professor David Grace has just last year published a great book called uh, All In. Again, it's about purpose, making purpose real. You know, there's a lot of books from branding people out there that are, you know, not very good, frankly. They're about makeovers. But David's book, my book, please go and have a look at it. The book's uh, available audio and and in uh, various formats listen to it rather than read it if you like but you know please understand that change is in, absolutely entirely possible and I, i'd just like to get that news spread that there is there are tools out there that can be used to help businesses change and and don't give up on the fact that change can happen it's a bit of a slog but it but it can happen
0: neil Gort, thank you very much thank you Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty.